This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs on Sports Radio 810 WHB. What I've done is help athletes be the best they can be. We work on giving you that winning edge, that mental edge that will help you realize your potential. Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for over 30 years as a sports psychologist. This is the first time I've ever listened to it. I'm on my way to church and I said, I got to pull over and talk. Right now is your chance to call Dr. Jacobs for free help with any sports-related problem. It's a wonderful form, and I, I, it must be a radio for me every time I, I'm in the camp city. And this show is about you. It's about having fun, working hard, building self-confidence, having the right attitude, being a good teammate, being a good parent, and being a good cook. Now, here's the sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hello, everyone. I am sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, and welcome to our show here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. As you know, I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m., taking your calls and getting into discussions about the world of your mind, how it affects us in life, in sports, in competition, how we deal with success and failure, how we handle sportsmanship, mental toughness, mental preparation, building self-confidence, destroying self-confidence. How does attitude play a role when you're playing sports? And as you know, every Sunday morning from 7 a.m., I'm here, and we get into discussions about these topics, and I look forward for the conversations we get into each week. And today we're going to have a fun show. I've got a great topic to talk about. But before we get going, I have a very special birthday wish to make to someone. I have a very good friend. His name is Stanford Weinberg. And today is his 80th birthday. You know, when you live to be 80, you deserve to get mentioned on the radio. I've known him for quite a while, very close to his family, and I want to wish him the happiest of birthdays, a wonderful man, wonderful family, great kids, great grandkids, great wife. So Toby and Stan, if you're up, which you're probably not, but I want to wish you a happy birthday, many, many more. And thanks for your friendship. I'm here Sundays from 7 to 8. And we get into topics on this show that I think are worth talking about. As you know, I do a lot of work with kids, with youth sports. That's one of my passions. I've been dealing with this for 37 years as a sports psychologist. I'm appalled at the stuff that I hear and see almost on a weekly basis about how kids are treated in sports There are so many wonderful things that are going on, but there are so many crazy, bizarre people who are involved in sports and are all caught up with their egos. And I'm talking about the adults. I'm talking about the parents. I'm talking about how they affect kids. I've been in practice since 1981. I've seen a lot of weird things. I've been on the radio now for 27 years. This is my 17th year here in a row at Sports Radio 810 WHB. I love doing this show with you each week because I like getting into these discussions. The Winter Olympics just ended last week. Norway won the most medals. And quite frankly, I don't care how many medals a country wins because the Olympic idea is about competition. But it's worth talking about. Norway won 39 medals, far and away more than anybody else, 14 gold medals. A lot of discussions about why they won so many medals, why the United States didn't. There's a very interesting 
fact that I want to talk about that is going to be the premise of our show today. In Norway, they do not keep score in youth sporting events until age 13. The score does not matter. They play. They compete. They learn fundamentals. They teach fundamentals. They teach skills. But they don't keep score. Then let me ask you a question. Do you think that had anything to do with them winning 39 medals, 14 gold, far and away more than anybody else? In my opinion, yes, it does. I've been talking on this show for a long time about what is wrong in youth sports, and I think there's a lot of stuff wrong with youth sports. I met a former Missouri quarterback the other day, had lunch with him on Friday with a good friend of mine. He's now an attorney. We talked about that. I said, what's wrong with sports? He said, Doc, it's simple. It's money. So what's wrong with, you know, we can take youth sports. We can talk about amateur sports. What's wrong with youth sports? Money. The reason there are competitive leagues for four-year-olds and five-year-olds and six-year-olds is because someone's making money. The reason we have traveling teams at age eight and nine that go around the country to play sporting events is money. You can say what you want. Well, kids are going to learn. They're going to learn all kinds of cool things. They're going to visit all kinds of great places. And, hey, I, I'm, I'm all for competing and having fun and learning skills. But do we need to go all over the country at age eight in team sports? Do we need to have competitive games where scores are kept for eight-year-olds? And nine-year-olds. Is that healthy? Would it be better if we didn't keep score and we worked on development and skills, fundamental learning? Would that be better? I think age 12 or 13 is when score should come into play. And here's my rationale. And you don't have to agree with me. I know there are people that don't. My rationale on this is this. When you're younger and you're focusing on learning and developing and getting better, you need to learn how to fail. You need to learn how to win. You need to learn how to succeed. In our book, Just Let Them Play, our third chapter is called Embracing Failure Can Lead to Fun. Why? Because you've got to learn how to fail. You have to learn that it is part of life. Not that it's something I want to do or you need to do, but it's something you're going to do. I don't care who you are. You will not come in first place at everything you do. You do not get an A in every test. You will not have the perfect relationship every time you meet someone. You will not make a sale every time you try to sell something. You will fail at things. We all fail a lot. So I think in youth sports, teaching to not be scared to fail, but to learn from it and grow from it and gain from it is what we need to do. Now, I know there are people out there who think that's a bunch of bunk. Come on, Doc, you got to toughen these kids up. Well, I don't think at eight you need to toughen them up like that. I think at eight and nine and ten, you teach them about why when you screwed up, you screwed up. Why'd you do it? What'd you do wrong? What happened? What resulted in you missing that shot? What resulted in you missing that putt? What resulted in you striking out or, 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 or double faulting or 
hitting the golf ball out of bounds? Why did you do it? Instead of getting angry as a parent or a coach that they did that, get them to learn why they did it and not be scared of it. So then when they get older and that happens again, they won't freak out about it. Norway won 39 medals, and they don't keep score until age 13. I think there is a relationship with that. I think there's a reason for that. All right, I want to open up our phone lines at 913-3810-810. You know the number. 913-3810-810. I would like to hear from you if you are a coach. I want to hear from you if you are a parent. I want to hear from you if you're an athlete. What age did keeping score matter to you? When do you think keeping score should matter? I know there are people who think that we should start keeping score when you're born. Life is a competition. I've heard that by many people. So I want to get your thoughts on this. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs here every Sunday from 7 8 a.m. Along with my producer, Jed Marshall, we're here ready to take your calls. Jed is wide awake. He's been up for about four hours now. He was excited to come in here this morning. Uh, two hours, okay. But I'd like to hear from you. This is a topic I think is worth discussing. I think it's a good one. And I want to get your thoughts. What, what age, when, should the score of the game matter in sports? Should we start keeping score at age four and five? Is that important to let kids know at four and five they won or they lost? I mean, we get grades in school at those ages. So are we supposed to keep score as well in sports? I personally feel that there's no reason to be keeping scores at such young ages. I, I think it's, it, 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 it doesn't help the development of kids. Because let's face it, when you're 7, you're not going to be the same as you are when you're 12, and you're not going to be the same as you are as you're 16. Everyone has different growth patterns. Some kids grow later. Some kids grow earlier. There's a disparity in physicality with younger kids. You know, we, it all evens out by the time you hit your late teens. You're going to be, you know, finishing your growth spurt or you're, you're growing uh, to the point where you'll, you'll probably stop. Of course, then when you get to be my age, you start shrinking. When you get to your 60s, I was at 1.59 and a half. I may not even be 5'9 anymore. Anyway, the fact of the matter is this. Is keeping score something that is healthy for young kids. Do you think as a parent, do you think as a parent it's a good thing to do? Or would you be in favor of sporting leagues, sporting games, sporting competitions that say forget the score of the game, forget the standings, let's work on development, let's work on skills? Yes, we'll play the games, and you'll know if you won or lost, but it isn't going to be important. What's going to be important is what did you learn that day about yourself. All right, our number here is 913-38-10-810. I'd like to hear from you if you are a coach. I'd like to hear from you if you're a parent. I'd like to hear from you if you're an athlete. I want to get your thoughts on this. I'd like to hear from some teachers or educators. You give grades. We start giving grades in kindergarten and nursery school. Does it really matter what the grade is? Does it matter what the score is? Or does it matter more what you learn? I'm going to see what you think. 913 is the number. Yes, we, we do compete in life. We compete to get better. You compete for jobs. You compete for spots on teams. 
but when you are a child, when you are young, shouldn't it be about learning and growing? Are you mature enough to really understand the difference between winning and losing at seven? Not really. When you're seven, eight, or nine and you lose a game and you're insulted or degraded by people because you lost, I don't think that's healthy. Right, once again, our number is 913-3810-810. I want to hear from you if you're a coach, if you're an educator, you're a parent, you're an athlete. When should the score matter? When should the result of the game matter or the competition? All right, we have our first call of the morning. Let's see what Spencer has to say. Spencer, good morning. Thank you for calling. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? Great. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, I'm so I'm a parent to a young child. He's he's four and a half. Uh, he hasn't gotten involved in, in um, any sports yet. Um, but for me, I remember I was I was involved in soccer starting at four, uh, baseball and, and all that at, at five. And uh, I think I think you could get away with not keeping four uh, for for a time, and then um, you know I think maybe once once you reach that kind of maybe even what you were saying a little, maybe at the age of eight, nine. Um, I think that's when you get maybe around to the kid pitch level. Maybe you can start keeping some kind of score there. I don't know. Just to start learning the, the aspect of the game a little bit more. I guess I'm pertaining more so to baseball at this point. But, right. Um, How old are you now, Spencer? Uh, 29. Okay, so you're still pretty young. Yep. All right. When do you imagine you will get your? Is it a, a son or a daughter? Uh, he's. I have a son. A son. Okay. When do you think you'll get him involved in in any type of, of sporting events or sporting activities? Uh, probably here in the next few years. Um, and 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 I'm going to take it cautiously too because I remember as a kid around that like eight or nine level. I in baseball I had a really intense coach, and. Uh, I remember striking out one time, and he just he just railed me. Um, that's a real I, that's a real healthy guy to do that to you at eight. Oh, and you yeah. did it on purpose too, right? You struck out just to tick him off. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. See, when, uh, when when I hear stuff, excuse me, when I hear stuff like that, it just it just infuriates me because, you know what that was about, Spencer? That was about his ego. Yeah. What's your What's your feeling on that coach now when you look back on it? Oh, I. Overall, like that's the first immediate rea- like thought that I have of them. I because re- I remember like walking outside of the this is a three and two ballpark. So I walked out of the little dugout around the fence, and I just started crying to my dad. And what'd your dad do? My dad had to. My dad went up and and railed back at him, and the co- the coach apologized after the game. But it was, you know, it's one of those like. I, I love the, I love what you're talking about the approach of like let's let's teach them what happened in the moment. So well, we all look, we, we all learn from failing. We learn when we we learn from winning too. Hopefully, some people don't. But look, it, 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 at young ages, there's a big disparity in in maturity, in physicality and physical growth, physical maturity. My oldest son Jonathan, who's he's you're, he, he's 28, so he's your age. When he, and I've shared this story many times, the day before he signed up for kindergarten, the day before kindergarten started, excuse me, 
got a phone call from a, a dad who was starting a kindergarten soccer team because he got the names of everybody off the door on the, of the school, called up and said he was starting a kindergarten soccer team, wanted to know if he wanted to sign my son Jonathan up. I said, thanks, but no, we're not interested right now. And he said, sir, well, you don't understand. If you don't sign him up now, he's going to fall behind everybody else and he won't catch up. It was the day before kindergarten even started, and he's already telling me he's not going to catch up. I said, well, sir, you know, he's not interested. He goes, well, you apparently don't know much about sports. And I'm like, okay, goodbye. Thanks for the call. All right, my son yeah. played soccer in high school. I mean, th see, we have this competitive nature in, in our society, and, and Spencer, your son's four. You're going to get people asking you to sign him up for things pretty soon. It's going to happen. And so you've got to make a decision. And it'd be, you know, it's great to, to get involved in learning skills, but interview the coaches, interview, find out about the league, where you want to sign him up. What are their goals? What are the coaches' goals? What are they teaching? And and be be involved. Know what's going on because that's a, those are formative years, and that's a time when kids can really be impacted. Just like you said, you remember that at 29 when you were eight, when the coach got mad at you for striking out. Yeah. So that would be my encouragement for you. Unfortunately, we're not. We're not going to do away in this country with leagues that keep score. It's not going to happen because no, and because I, and, and to a degree, I, I think again, I, I there can be good things about it again because you can learn from it and you can. But yeah, I, I I think a lot of that falls on how the coaches deal with it and how they educate their teams to to deal with you know a win or a loss or, or, or whatever. Well, if you're sporting KC, which opens their season tonight, or the Chiefs or the Royals or the Mavericks or whomever, you want to win. You want to come in first place. That's your goal, okay? Right. But when you're in playing a seventh grade uh, t-ball league or a, a nine-year-old basketball league, your goal should be having fun, learning skills, getting better. You want, you want to, yeah, you like to win and do well, but that should take secondary or third place to what you're learning. That's just oh, my absolutely. opinion, Spencer. So yeah. I would look at that yeah. as a parent as you move along with your son, sir. I appreciate that. All right. Well, good luck. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. And have a great time with your son because they grow up fast. Thank you. You too. Have a great day. All right. That frees up our lines here at 913-3810-810. As I mentioned, the topic today is this. Norway won 39 medals in the Olympics, including 14 gold medals. Not that the medal, number of medals they won is important. But what's interesting is how come a country that small with a population smaller than the city of Detroit can win so many medals? And there's a lot of discussion about why. One of the reasons that's been talked about, which I've talked about on this show forever, is they don't keep score in any sport until age 13. They don't believe it's healthy. All right, 913 is our number. I want to see what you think. If you're a coach, you're a parent, you're an athlete, you're an administrator, you're a teacher, you're an educator. We give kids grades in first grade. Did you get an A? Did you get 90%? What did you, is it really important or is it important? What did you learn or why didn't you learn it? Why don't you understand it? 913 is our number. Let's see what Jim has to say. Thank you for calling up. Jim, how are you this morning? I'm doing fine. How are you? Great. Thank you for your call. Let me just, I'm actually from Santa Barbara, California, but I'm here in Kansas City, Missouri, and I'm not sure where you're broadcasting from. Overland Park. Okay, great. Um, from a kid that grew up in Kansas City where a baseball bat was for protection to never playing sports until I became an adult because I helped my son 
I helped coach a football game and went to coaching for soccer, which was, um, you know, the first part, you didn't keep score until there were maybe eight or nine. I tend to agree with you that it should be much later because it is more about learning the skills. And one thing I, my first exposure was soccer in which I actually, cause they didn't have a coach showed up and, and otherwise the kids couldn't play and they had the uniforms and we ended up, uh, I went to a coaching class, but what I learned, which I'd never, and I always grew up, you know, oh, jocks were, you know, they were stupid. They were this, they were that, they weren't the cool, you know, um, that it really teaches you so much about winning and failure because you are going to lose more in life than you're going to win. And it, the thing that I liked about the soccer was that you did, everybody played, you're part of a team, even if you just stood out there and you were the geekiest of the geek or whatever, whatever, you know, uncoordinated, all you had to do was stand there and maybe if the ball came to you, you just, if you could touch it, you were part of the team. Uh, as you develop later, like I heard you earlier about the kid, you know, the coaches, because I all of a sudden I was involved all the way, my kids, all the way to my son turned out to be the quarterback of the football game or the in high school. I mean, I was amazed. My daughter's soccer traveling and all those other different things. And you're exactly right from your friend, the coach or football quarterback, whatever, about money. There's why it is. If people making money, then that's why they're going to promote it. Well, in Canada, in in Ontario, mm-hmm. and the Alberta Soccer Association is not keeping score. They have no scores or standings for teams uh, twelve and under teams playing in the Ontario Soccer Association. I think it's a great idea. Well, and you know what? They have a lot of success. So to me, you know, look. We we have a president now who's all about competition, okay? I, I don't want to get into politics, but he's all about competition. Yeah. All right, and to me, I think you work together with people. You compete with people. You work with them. My yeah, feeling in sports is, especially for kids, it's not about being better than the next person. It's about being the best I can be. How can I keep yeah, that's improving? That's right. You're showing up. And there are people out there. Best. There are people out there who think I'm full of it. And tell me, I'm just t- t- teaching kids to be weak, and that I'm not. T- not well, this show is about weakness. I've heard that from some people. Yeah, that they think what true. I. Well, I that obviously I don't think that either. Yeah, but there are people yeah. out there who say what I talk about is a bunch of bunk, and I'm teaching kids to be weak, and other things that I can't say on this show, okay? Because it's not about toughness. Well, you know what toughness is? Toughness is about growth and learning, and understanding right. the difference between success and failure, and so that's why I think. The whole idea of keeping score at age six, seven, and eight is absurd because yeah. then the focus goes on the result and not on the development. And it sounds like, Jim, that's what you're saying as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm behind you 100% on that. All right. Well, sir, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And enjoy Santa Barbara. I love it out there. Been there many okay, times. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. That frees up our lines here at 913 I want to hear from you if you're a teacher. I'd like to hear from a, from a school teacher or principal or administrator, superintendent, as well as coaches and parents. If you're a teacher, how important are grades? How important are grades in school? And do we put too much of an emphasis on grades and not enough on learning? It's the same thing. Do we put too much emphasis on score, not on development? Our number is 913-3810-810. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and as I said, we're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 10 WHB. 
psychologist dr andrew jacobs and we're on the leader in sports sports radio 810 whb as you know i'm here every sunday from 7 8 a.m having an interesting show so far because we're talking about this topic today when should the score really matter when should winning and losing matter in sports for that matter in life i say this because as the winter olympics ended last week norway which is a country which has a population less than the city of Detroit, won 39 medals, more than anybody else, 14 gold medals. And as I said, I personally don't really care how many medals a country wins. I know a lot of people do. I've heard discussions about what's wrong with the USA Olympic team to not win more medals. So you have to look at why do countries succeed and why do they fail? Norway does a lot of things that are interesting, one of which is that they do not keep score in youth sports until age 13. Score is not kept. It doesn't matter what the sport, they don't keep score. Because the emphasis is on development and learning. So does that have a role in why they won so many medals in the Olympics? I want to get your thoughts on that. 913-3810-810, which brings up this issue. You know, I have talked for years. I've been on the radio for 27 years here in Kansas City. Does score really matter? Okay, I think until you get to age 12 or 13, to middle school, junior high age, I don't think it should matter at all. When you get to be 12 or 13, then, yeah, did we win, did we lose, why did we win, why did we lose, why did we succeed, why did we fail, then it comes up. We spend so much time in this country trying to be better than everybody else trying to beat somebody, I don't think we spend enough time learning about ourselves in terms of what we can do to improve or what we're not doing well at. What are, what are you failing at? Why are you failing at it? I think it would do our youth a great service to help them learn to get better, learn when they fail to not be scared of it, but to learn from it. Just like our first caller mentioned about when he was eight, he's now 29, but when he was eight, his baseball coach yelled at him because he struck out. Well, of course, he struck out just to tick him off. Why would you yell at an 8-year-old for striking out? Okay, if you're a coach and you yell at an 8-year-old because they struck out, there's something wrong with you because it's all about you, and you want to win the game. You don't care about that kid. You just want to win. I'm sorry. If you, if you yell at an 8-year-old because he or she struck out in a baseball or softball game, you're screwed up. Our number is 913-3810-810. What do you think about winning and losing? When should it matter? When should score matter? Let's see what Terrence has to say. Terrence, good morning. How are you? Um, I don't see anything wrong with keeping score at, you know, at that young age. Because in one sentence you say Norway, they don't keep score, but then they win all these medals. Then in the next you know, sentence you say uh, maybe it's because they don't keep score. It's nothing wrong with keeping score. I don't, I don't see how you're competing if you don't keep score. Well, let's it's talk nothing. about it. You, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just giving you my mm-hmm. opinion. Let me, it's, let's discuss it. Here's the deal. They mm-hmm. won more medals than anybody else. They don't keep score in any sporting event, sporting activity until age 13, because the emphasis mm-hmm. is on learning and development and teaching skills. Yeah. Okay? 
They say winning and losing will come into play as they get older. They want kids to learn how to succeed, how to – see, there's a, look, here's the deal, Terrence. What's the difference between winning and success, and what's the difference between losing and failure? Well, that, I mean, that's – I don't know anything about the climate in Norway or what events they're competing in, but that, that'll transfer to Summer Olympics. What are they doing in the Summer Olympics? Uh, Nor- I'm talking about what's going on right now. What do they do? Uh, I, I don't know because I don't have those statistics in front of me. I'm talking about what just went on right now. Why are they so successful? Well, obviously, it's a Norwegian country. Winter sports are obviously very popular there. But obviously, mm-hmm. this is something they do. that They don't keep score. So does that play a role in why they did well? A lot of people say there it did. A lot of people say because they don't care about the result as much as they, they're focusing on development and education and learning. Do you understand well, what I, I'm getting at here? So yeah, if it, do you, do you, I, I how, do how, how, how old are you? How old are you, Terrence? I'm 50. Okay. Do you have kids? Yes, sir. Three sons. Okay. Uh, what are they in their twenties now? How old are they? Yes. Okay. Twenty-five, eighteen, yeah, twenty-three. And I assume they probably played sports growing up. Yeah. Okay. Played all sports. Okay. Growing up. What, what age did they start? Six or seven. Okay. What football, basketball, baseball? What they do? Football, basketball, and baseball. Okay. They played all sports. And I'm assuming because in this country we keep score at all those ages that it was going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did they have coaches that berated them if they failed? Uh. They had coaches that, that wanted to win. Uh, I'm not saying they paraded them if they failed, but just like you're saying, you, you're going to win and you're going to lose in life. So it, it don't matter if you wait till you're 13 or if you're 6 or 7. If you're competing, you want to win. If you're not keeping score, how are you competing? You're just, you're just playing. Well, isn't it important? To lo- but if you're, if you're playing and you're learning and developing things, let's, say you're, let's just say your son's playing football, okay, and he's playing wide receiver, all right? Yes. And he wants to do well in the game. So his goal is to try and catch as many passes as are thrown to him. All right? Yeah. So running his routes properly and, and learning how to, to, you know, line up properly and do all those things. If that's what he's mm-hmm. learning and getting better at, does it matter if he succeeds or fails? Well, yeah, it's going to matter if he succeeds or fails. But does, he have to, it, does winning be determined by whether he drops a pass or not? And what if a coach yells and screams at him, you, lo- you dropped the pass and we lost the game because you dropped the pass? Then what happens to him? Well, then maybe he'll practice harder and catch the next pass. Maybe, next or time. maybe maybe he'll want to quit because he got yelled at at age eight. Well, that, well, then he he shouldn't be competing then. I mean, you can't quit, you know, just because things don't go right. So that's a lesson you're not learning. You're going to lose and you're going to win. You're, you, you are correct. You are correct. You start learning at thirteen. It's still going to be reality. Right, but my point is this, and this is where I'm coming from. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and look, you're not. I'm not right or wrong, and neither are you. These are just opinions. My yes, point. Sir. My point is this. Okay, we are spending so much time in this country getting our kids started in competitive sports at age four and five on teams, and we focus on winning championships and coach. Just like just like our first caller when he was mm-hmm. eight, he struck out, and the coach screamed and yelled at him. All right, is that? Do you agree with that, Terrence? No. Okay. I don't so, agree with that. And why does he do that? Because they, because he struck out and the team the team probably lost. Instead of sitting there and saying, let's talk about, you know, you're upset when you strike out, but why would you strike out? What did you do wrong? How can you learn from that? And see, when we put so much pressure and you have to win, you have to win, you can't lose, then those kids are thinking, if I strike out, we lose, it's my fault. I'm telling you, Terrence, I see kids in my office all the time that are dealing with this, and I'm seeing younger and younger kids at eight and nine years of age now Okay, who I'm seeing in my office who have confidence issues and self-esteem issues because they've got coaches who berate them because they screwed up 
instead of sitting there saying, hey, listen, I know you failed. Let's figure out why you failed and what you can do to get better at. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, but that's when their parents come in, you know. Coach has his agenda. It's like you're saying. He uh, he wants to win for whatever reason. And that's when, it, that's when you, as a parent, you sit down and say, hey, you know, your coach shouldn't have did this. But, but in life, this is going to happen. So I don't see why we should wait till 12 or 13 to start, you know, you're going to have bad, bad situations. You know, like he could have hit a home run and the coach could have told him he was the best thing ever and then he could have just worked harder forever. That's just an example that you picked out. But I don't think we should stop keeping scores. And, and, I mean, stop, not keep score when they're six and seven. It's, it's, they're gonna, you're going to do it later on, so you might as well get used to it. Somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. Okay, well, I'm not just – listen, like I said, nobody's right or wrong here. These are opinions. Yeah. But my, my I understand. If we sit here and look at why Norway won so many medals, it's been talked about a lot, about the fact mm-hmm. that they don't keep score until age 13 because they teach skills and development. And you're seeing a lot of sports now around the, around the world. Okay, a lot mm-hmm. of sports are now looking at focusing on skill development at younger ages – letting score gradually come into play. But mm-hmm. to me, I, I, I personally think, you know, middle school is when the score should start to become an important component. It should be irrelevant before that, and that's just my opinion. Listen, Terrence, thank oh, you for your call, okay. sir. Thank I appreciate you. it. You take care. All right, that frees up our lines here at 913-3810-810. Now, I'm glad somebody called up with a differing opinion on that because that's what this is about. It's about discussing it. So I want to see what you think. Do we put too much emphasis on score and results at young ages – or do we spend enough time focusing on development? I want to hear from you if you're a teacher. You know, we, we give kids grades in school starting in nursery school, kindergarten. You strive to make an A. So are you focusing more on trying to make an A? Or are you focusing more on trying to learn the topic? 913-3810-810 is a number. It's the same thing. See, to me, it's the same thing. In sport, are you teaching kids how to develop and, and get better and learn from failure? Or is it only emphasized that we lost the game because you screwed up? Have you had that situation? Have you had either situation? The discussion about Norway not keeping score until age 13, I think, plays a role in why they did so well at the Olympics. And I've listened to some of the interviews of some of their athletes, and they talked about how they were focusing on learning their skills. And they learn from failure. They learn when they screwed. And they're not scared to fail. I think when you focus so much on the result, you can get scared of failure. All right, Jed Marshall, what do you think? I, I, I mean, if you're going to be in a competitive league, I think, I don't know, I think I started, I guess, keeping score like around 10 maybe in the leagues I played in, in baseball, swimming, basketball. But it was still at a developmental level. And I think if you are going to compete, you should be paired against equal like they should have leagues set up where you know the the kids who excel should be in a higher league the kids who need more developmental work should be in a lower league to me that's the that's the way to do it if you are going to try and balance it out well that's a good point but the problem is with a lot of people you're not going to know how good you are until you get into the league and start competing and then you start seeing some kids are better i mean i remember when my sons played baseball and my older son jonathan played on jeff montgomery's team and we were playing a team, I remember, down in Baldwin, Kansas. And my son Jonathan, who's now over six feet tall at the time, was, was 12, was, a, was the shortest kid on the team. He, got, he walked and he got on first base. The first baseman on the other team had a mustache and he was 12. 
So there's, you know, there's a big disparity in age and development and maturity that goes on as you're growing up. Everybody ends up evening out, evening out eventually, whatever you're going to end up being. But I just think there's so much emphasis on score and on results. Okay, I understand it's not going away. I understand we're not going to stop keeping score. But I think we put too much emphasis on it. And then consequently, there, there are a lot of people who it's all about winning the championship. Right. And I, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of that goes into whatever the parents' agenda is and where maybe their egos ultimately lie as well. Obviously, I'm not a psychologist. That's just speculation on my part. I have a friend who, uh, for instance, he has an 11-year-old and I wouldn't watch their basketball game the other day. It was, it was cool. The kids looked like they were having fun. But I do feel bad because my buddy's the assistant coach and the head coach wants to run like a motion offense and try and do all this stuff. I'm like, dude, why? when I was 11 years old, it was pass and pick away, like working on, you know, left-handed layups, dribbling with your left hand, making sure that you're learning to do a, a jump shot. Like we kept score. Were you dunking at that age? <laughs> to do a jump shot, I meant to say. <laughs> but that like that's that's more where I guess my head is at without having children. It's hard for me to really say what's right or wrong. Well, th th look, there's no right or wrong in this. It's an opinion. All right, 913-3810-810 is our number. I want to hear from you if you're a parent. I want to hear from you if you're a coach. I want to get your opinion. What age should keeping score matter? When should the score of a game be important? I've said it several times on the show. Norway won 39 medals in the Olympics, 14 gold medals, far and away more than anybody else. It's been talked about quite a bit that in the country of Norway, they do not keep score in any sporting event until age 13. Their focus in Norway is on learning, development, skills, not on the score of the game. So I want to get your thoughts on that. Do we spend too much time in this country focusing on results, focusing on being better than everybody else, focusing on winning, that losing is bad? I don't like to lose in anything. I fail, believe me, at a lot of, a lot of things in my life. But my goal is always trying to improve. My definition of winning is did you go out and do your best today? Do you want to come in first place? Heck, of course you do. But only one team, one person is going to come in first place. That doesn't mean the person who comes in last couldn't have learned something and gotten better. All right, 913 is the number. I want to hear from you if you're a parent. Get your opinion on this. If you're a coach, I'd like to hear from someone in education, a teacher, a principal, a superintendent, a coach, anybody in the education field about score and results. How important are they? Do we spend too much time focusing on that and on development? Our number is 913 Three eight ten eight ten. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew J Jacobs. We're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio eight ten WHB. Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and one of the leaders in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. As you know, I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m., bring up different topics each week to talk about on this show. been here for 17 years on the radio, for 27 years here in Kansas City. Today's topic is this. When should winning and the score really matter? In this country of Norway, which won 39 medals in the Olympics, including 14 gold medals, they don't keep score in any sporting event until age 14. So I'm bringing up the issue. Does that have a lot to do with why they did well? Well, a lot of people say it does. A lot of people from Norway say it does because they focus on learning skills and developing fundamentals. They aren't concerned with the score. I want to get your opinion if you're a teacher, you're a coach, you're a parent, you're an educator. 
and get your thoughts on this. 913-3810-810 is the number. Let's see what Eric has to say. Eric, good morning. How are you? Hey, Dr. Jacobs. How you doing? I, I listen to your show every Sunday on my way home from work. I, I pretty much agree with everything you say, like the subject today. I agree with you. I think I think we should start keeping score about when, when they're 13 and the rest of the time teaching fundamentals. When I coached my nieces, machine pitch league was like 8 to 10. We kept score, but what I would do before the game would start, I'd go over to the scorekeeper, and I would tell her, I said, do you know which team that I coach? And she asked, I said, I don't want you to tell my, my players what the score is. I'll come over at the beginning of each inning or at the end of each inning and get it from you, and, I'll, and then I'll coach accordingly. I don't want you to tell, tell my kids. And the kids didn't like it, but I, I told them, I said, you're not going to find out whether we're winning or losing because that doesn't matter. I always told them, I want you to have fun. And I told them, yes, winning is fun. Losing is not, but I want you to learn what you, why we lost, why we won. And I, want, and I always went through the fundamentals in practice and whatever they did in the game, I, no matter what they did, when they walked back today, I'd say, good job. And and if they they didn't do too good, I said, well, next time, you know, you know what to do. Next time, just just uh, you know, just just next time, connect with the ball. If they struck out, I wouldn't tell them. You know, you need. I just kind of gave them a lot of uh, support and and uh, congratulated them and and said it's okay if they did that. So I, I I agree with you. I think we should wait till they're about 13 when they get into junior high to keep score. Well, Eric, thank you for your call as always. And, you know, everything you've always said sounds like you did a great job coaching, sir. Thank you so much. All right, let's go next to Nancy. Nancy, how are you this morning? I'm good. Um, I agree with you. I agree with the last caller. But I think it all comes down to the coach and the parents. Um, I think from the very start, it needs to be that it's not, doesn't matter what the score is, but let's learn. And if they are, I think once you let the genie out of the bottle and now that we do keep score, trying to go backwards isn't going to work. Oh, that's, so. a great, that's a great point, and I agree with you on that. But let me ask you a question, and thank you for calling in. I always like to have female callers because mostly don't get too many on this show. But do you think we spend too much time emphasizing score in this country on, and, and emphasizing results? Because let's face it, you know, everything's about winning championships. And it, you know, sports money. It, you know, as I said, I think money ruined has ruined youth sports. It's made it such a competitive thing now that there's always somebody trying to win. And then I hear all these people saying, "Well, if you don't win, you're not good enough." Even at seven and eight, what do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. And it goes down back, and it, then it just continues to where money. It's it, as an adult, it's like, oh, you know, my friend has this you know expensive house i've got to go get that so what do i do to get it and then you end up having other problems of loan companies giving you money when you can't and then you have bankruptcy i mean it's just me 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 and how much can i get how much you know winning you know that's all that's important i also want to speak to your educator my daughter-in-law is a math teacher sixth and seventh grade okay perfect Again, perfect perfect days for this parents she continually has students that are not doing well. She has gotten to where 
students won't do their homework because parents don't, I shouldn't say all, a lot of the parents don't care. They come home with homework, they don't care if they get it done or not, so she has to make time in class to have it done. If they still don't get it, she sends notes home. She makes phone calls. She makes sends emails. Majority of those parents do not answer the voicemails, do not follow up on the emails, and don't care. So if you've got it starting with the parents that don't care, you're not. You're. It's a failure. All right, Nancy. Let, let, let's discuss this for a minute because as you're talking, this is what's going through my mind. These are sixth and seventh graders, correct? Yes. Okay. This didn't just start with these parents when they're sixth and seventh grade. That started when they were in kindergarten, first or second grade. Absolutely. Okay. So what were the teachers at those ages doing with those parents? And when were these parents made aware that these things were going on? Is your daughter the first one that's trying to make them aware of it? Probably not. But why don't these parents care? Why didn't they care when they were in first or second grade? Exactly. And you also have the school districts who don't want to stand behind the teacher and oh well yeah that student didn't so well let's just go ahead we'll let them pass and go to the next grade it's a continuous cycle continuous well and so the cycle. problem is, and, and, and this goes back to the whole thing about failure okay um you know as, as i've said several times on the show norway doesn't keep score in any sport before age 13. they won all these medals more than anybody else is that why it probably plays a role? But one of the things I think that goes on there, it's, it's the issues of, of competitiveness and of learning and growing. So if we focus more instead of on the, the results, so whether you make an A or B on a test, what did you learn? You know, if you got a, a, a 95 versus an, an 85, does that mean you're smarter? No, it may mean you just got more right. But if you didn't get as many right, why didn't you? How can you learn to get better the next time? That, that's the key thing, and I'm assuming that's what your daughter's trying to teach these kids. And with math, it's concepts. If you don't get it in first or second grade and you continue to third and fourth and fifth and on up, if you don't get it at the beginning, it's going to be a snowball effect to where you can't, if you can't comprehend it early, you're not, those pieces are going to be missing for the future grades. So you've got to focus on why are you not getting it and what can we do to make sure that you do understand it. So instead, instead of worrying about that you failed it, why did you not, why did you fail it? Exactly. Very good exactly. point. Exactly. And it's, given that she has to teach and give them time to do their homework, she doesn't have time to go and figure out each child that isn't getting it and trying to give them a help. She even goes in early and stays late to try to help those students. But some of them don't don't even take advantage of that well that's why it's important to communicate on both on all ends from parents students coaches everybody there needs to be communication between everybody so everybody understands to get on the same page nancy thank you so much for calling in great points this morning you have a great day all right you know this has been an interesting show today and I i think this is a topic we'll obviously talk about again but this whole topic of issue of of score and results and obviously you know you you know is uh Herm Edwards said you play to win the game. Well, in the NFL you do, and at the college level you do. And at high school you play and you want to win. But are you learning and having fun? And really it should be about, to me, youth sports should be about having fun. First of all, having fun. Learning skills, getting better, learning about yourself, 
and learning what it feels like to succeed and to fail. What are both of those feelings like? Because they're both going to happen. And not to be scared of screwing up. We're all going to screw up in life. We're all going to make mistakes. But if, as our first caller mentioned, at eight years of age, he struck out and the coach yelled at him, and he's 29 now, and he still remembers that very vividly, what did he learn from that? Well, what he learned was he got scared to fail. He became scared of screwing up because a coach at eight years of age was more interested in the results than on teaching. And so to me, that's the thing we have to focus on. What are you doing to help your child, whether you're a parent, a coach, an educator, whatever, to help that child learn and grow and develop and getting better? I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hope you've enjoyed the show. I'm here every Sunday from 7 8 a.m. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at, at DRJ Sports Psych, S P O R T P S Y C H. Our shows are podcasted there. They're podcasted here at the station on 810 WHB. They're also on my website, winnersunlimited.com. And start to download my CDs, purchase them right off my website, which I'll talk more about that next week. And I once again want to wish a very, very, very happy, happy, happy birthday to my good friend Stanford Weinberg. He is 80 years old today. When you turn 80, you deserve to be talked about on the radio. A great guy, and I want to wish him the best. Have a great week, Kansas City. We'll talk to you next Sunday here on The Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 10, WHB. Oh, yeah.